One very often quoted mantra in the personal finance world is pay yourself first. I believe I once briefly touched on this many months ago in an episode about a different topic, but this deserves an episode just on its own. It cannot be ignored on any level, no matter your financial position. Also, I'd like to get into a number of financial happenings from mortgage rates to economic decline and more activity from the Federal Reserve. It's been a long time since I put out an episode, uh, so lots has happened. And thank you to those that messaged me, and I'm sorry. Life has gotten pretty busy this month making podcasting take a backseat. I'll be doing my best to stay on the ball and put time aside to keep the episodes coming. Meanwhile, if you are worried about what's coming, how soon before we start seeing talks of a depression? Recession already started and the rest of 2022 looks pretty bleak and 2023 has an outlook of pain and misery ahead. Okay, so pay yourself first. If you are unfamiliar with the concept, I'll try and keep it simple. It all comes down to something I've mentioned a hundred times before, and that's budgeting. You start your budget by making sure you have enough money to pay your bills, and before you allot any money towards non-essentials, a certain amount of money is put aside for your future. This can go towards an emergency fund if you don't have one yet, it can go towards a particular savings account, investments, retirement, or any combination of those. Basically, before you spend any money on entertainment or anything like that, you take parts of your paycheck that you plan to keep, and this requires the utmost level of discipline. The natural urge to spend extra money that you find in your budget on things you want in the moment is very high, and it takes great willpower to say no to yourself and pay yourself first. If this is something that can be incorporated into your lifestyle, you will see that over the course of years, even decades, that your net worth will extremely benefit from these actions. It's how you ascend from lower class to middle class to millionaire and beyond. And this was proven by a large study of over 10,000 millionaires, where the vast, vast majority of these success stories didn't experience an inheritance, they didn't start some crazy e-commerce business, win the lottery, or buy a bunch of Bitcoin 10 years ago. What they did was exercise an impressive amount of discipline by living below their means, paying their bills, paying themselves first, and investing what they could for their futures. A large chunk of them never made more than 70 or 80k a year. They started below average making something like 25-30k a year, and slowly through raises, promotions, job opportunities at other companies, slowly climbed the salary ladder, and by the time they are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, they have a net worth of over a million. Now I know everyone's different. We all live in different areas, experience different opportunities and have different lifestyles, but the discipline and pay yourself first model incorporated into their budgets are something they all had in common. So let me know if this is something you want to engage with me about. Um, you know where to find me, Instagram, at the Financial Foundation 2022. Next. We have to talk about mortgage rates. Sort of bad news, good news if you're in the market to buy a house sometime in the next year or so. Bad news, because my prediction of mortgage rates cresting 6% has come true. As of September 15th, your average 30-year mortgage is now over 6%, and as of yesterday, it has surged again to 629 
It looks more and more as though that prediction I made many, many months ago that if we continue on this trajectory, we could be at 7 or 8% by the end of the year. I don't know if you remember that or not. It was a, an episode I had done back in like April or May. And what it looks like is that even if we don't reach that, people are bracing themselves for possibly even more rate increases in 2023. Good news only due to the fact that in direct correlation to rates going up, budgets for amounts of mortgages being qualified for uh, for a house are basically in free fall, which is leading to houses to sell, lowering their sales price by tens of thousands of dollars week after week. So that $500,000 house six months ago might be listed today for something closer to four hundred, dollars and may likely experience listing price decreases, assuming the offers aren't coming in anymore like they used to, which they are not. Also bad news if you were looking to refinance anytime in the near future, if you were unhappy with your rate, your monthly payment, or anything like that, it looks like for the time being, you might be SOL for the foreseeable future regarding any of those problems. Now, if mortgage rates hadn't at least alarmed or concerned you, I want to put things in context by referencing the last time rates were up this high. If you didn't notice, the last time mortgage rates were this high was November of 2008. And we all know what happened back in 2008. So that means everyone since December of 2008 all the way to today has gotten a better deal on their mortgage than those who are shopping for a house right now. And with the economy going the way it's going, it's jo- it's showing just how many home buyers in the last year may have overpaid for their homes by as much as $100,000. Maybe even more. Time will tell. As we segue from bad news about mortgage rates to bad news about the Federal Reserve, I do want to point out the fact that these two things linked together is going to lead to the strengthening of the U.S. dollar and also a declining economy. I recently saw that the dollar is almost equal in value to the pound. And for context for how big a deal that is, the pound just a few years ago was worth a dollar and 35 cents. So for a while there, you could estimate that the dollar was worth around 70% of what the pound was. And now they are neck and neck. But it really does suck. And it's a sad reality that in times of economic distress, the currency gains strength. And in times of economic prosperity, inflation can easily get out of control. What we have today is the worst of both worlds. We have historic inflation, which you would think would mean a flourishing economy, but we don't. We have a declining one. My guess is Britain's inflation is just worse. And it's because this inflation wasn't caused naturally. It was manufactured. Be that as it may, we are now seeing another 75 basis point increase to the benchmark rate from the Federal Reserve. So I've stated before, and I can't reiterate how serious this is, the last time the Fed raised the benchmark rate by 75 basis points, or 0.75 of a percent, was in the 90s. First time this century, and in the course of three months, we have seen them do it three times in a row. This is historic, this is unprecedented, and this is scary. The amount of tamping down this inflation requires to get things under control could do so much damage to companies, jobs, families, and individuals. We are looking at something that will most likely stick around for next year and maybe 2024. So get ready. You may start to hear talk of a depression in the coming months if things don't change for the better. That will do it for today. Again, if you have a question, message me on Instagram at the Financial Foundation 2022, and we'll have an engaging conversation. 
I hope today's info added some value to your life, and I will see you guys next time.